My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bundjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 6th of November. I'm Sam and I'm joined today for the very first time, his podcast debut, TDA journalist Harry Sekulich. Thank you, Sam. I'm just so ecstatic to be here. It's so good to have a new voice on the pod. I mean, everyone loves the cast of characters we've got on the pod, but there's always room for one more. What are you going to bring us today? Well, a convicted terrorist who's been in jail for 18 years has been given the green light to get back his Australian citizenship after it was cancelled in 2020. He plotted to blow up Australian landmarks, but the High Court has found the punishment didn't fit the crime. Abdul Nassar Benbrika was convicted over terror plots, including one to attack the Lucas Heights nuclear reactor. So who is Abdul Nasir Benbrika? How is his citizenship taken away and why has it now been reinstated? We'll let you know in the deep dive. But first, Sam, what's making headlines? Victoria Police have confirmed five people have died after a car crashed into the beer garden at the Royal Hotel in Dalesford, which is northwest of Melbourne. According to police, a number of people are also injured. Schools in New Delhi have been forced to close due to severe levels of air pollution. All primary schools in the Indian capital closed for two days, with the government calling an emergency meeting to discuss next steps. Air pollution is expected to worsen in the next fortnight, coinciding with factors like burnt crop remains by farmers and low winds. Anthony Albanese is in China in the first official visit by an Australian Prime Minister since 2016. Speaking in Shanghai yesterday, Albanese said Chinese President Xi can expect a continuation of the patient, collaborated and deliberate way of engaging in Australia's national interests. A major focus of the trip will be the trading relationship between China and Australia, which may include the ending of long-standing trade tariffs imposed by China. And the good news, scientists have discovered two pristine coral reefs in the waters surrounding the Galapagos Islands. The reefs are situated 370 to 420 metres below sea level, with one of the reefs spanning over 800 metres in length. The discovery has helped scientists expand their understanding of the reefs within the Galapagos Islands Marine Reserve. Okay, Sam, today we are talking about a convicted terrorist who had his citizenship taken away from him and then given back to him in a case that involved the highest court in Australia and Parliament. This is kind of bringing together all the kind of Netflix tropes, I think. Terror plot. Uh, you know, a conviction in the highest court of the land. Which country does this person belong to? But to take a step back from everything, who is Abdul Nasir Benbrika and how did he end up originally behind bars? So Benbrika was born in Algeria in 1960 and arrived in Australia when he was 29. He became an Australian citizen nine years later, so he held dual citizenship in Algeria and Australia. And while it seems a bit weird to bring up all these details, they will become important later on. So keep that in the back of your mind. Ben Brika was arrested in 2005 in Melbourne as part of Australia's longest-running terrorism investigation, codenamed Operation Pendennis. 
He was found to be part of an Islamist extremist group in Melbourne with ties to a similar group in Sydney. Abdul Nasser Benbrika was of interest to Australian security agencies long before his arrest. For the first time, it can be revealed that two terrorist cells based in Melbourne and Sydney were working together, plotting attacks around Australia. During Benbrika's trial, the Victorian Supreme Court heard evidence that Benbrika had spoken about plans to carry out a terrorist attack at the Melbourne cricket ground. And he told a witness his terrorist group had intended to launch an attack at the AFL Grand Final, but they postponed plans due to security and funding issues. The witness said Ben Breaker mentioned other possible targets, including Melbourne's Crown Casino and the Grand Prix weekend. Ben Breaker was found guilty of three terrorism offences, including charges related to directing the activities of a terror group, and was handed a 15-year sentence. So that all happened in 2005. A 15-year sentence takes us to 2020. We're now in 2023, and obviously the story is back in the news. What happened in 2020 and why didn't he walk out of jail then? Yeah, so in 2020, the Home Affairs Minister at the time, Peter Dutton, applied for Ben Breaker to come under what's known as a continuing detention order, basically asking for Ben Breaker to remain behind bars even after his sentence was over. This was partly based on a forensic psychologist's assessment of Ben Breaker, who she described as being at high risk of violent extremism. Around the same time, the coalition government passed laws giving the Home Affairs Minister extra powers to cancel the citizenships of convicted terrorists, who also happen to be dual citizens. So basically the picture you're painting for me here is you have someone who's finished their sentence and under this continuing detention order, they're actually allowed to be continually detained. And at the same time as all of this, there's this question about his citizenship. What did Dutton do with that citizenship? So Peter Dutton came in and cancelled Ben Breaker's citizenship after passing these laws. I cancelled the Australian citizenship of convicted terrorist uh, Abdul Nasser Ben Breaker. Uh, he's the first individual to have lost his citizenship on shore under the terrorism-related provisions of the Australian Citizenship Act. Saying Ben Breaker continued to pose a risk to the Australian public and, as a result, he faced possible deportation back to Algeria. But the High Court struck down these laws two years later. The court argued it was unconstitutional for a branch of government to punish criminal guilt, basically just saying the minister should stay in their lane and that it was the court's job and not the minister's to decide whether Ben Breaker should have his citizenship cancelled. And so when the High Court overturned those laws, what did that actually mean for Ben Breaker? So after those laws were changed, Ben Breaker's lawyers used the decision to argue that the cancelling of his Australian citizenship was invalid and that it should be reinstated. And that brings us up to last week. A 6-1 majority in the High Court agreed with Ben Breaker's lawyers. They argued that in 2020, Dutton had carried out a, quote, exclusively judicial function of punishing criminal guilt against Ben Breaker and that he should be given his Australian citizenship back. Well, Peter Dutton is no longer in power, of course. It's now Anthony Albanese and Peter Dutton, then Home Affairs Minister, is now the opposition leader. What does the current government say about all of this? Well, it's remarkably consistent. The Albanese government actually wants to bring back those old laws, stripping any dual citizen convicted of terrorism of their Australian citizenship. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said the government will look closely at the High Court ruling on Ben Breaker's citizenship and, in his words, respond appropriately. 
In a statement, the Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill said the government will examine the judgment and its implications in detail. So it looks like we'll be hearing more about the Ben Breaker High Court decision in the months and years ahead. But for now, it looks like Ben Breaker will have his citizenship reinstated. What about his prison sentence? Is he currently behind bars? Well, he is behind bars, but the decision about his citizenship doesn't impact the continuing order of detention. So they're kind of two separate issues. Yeah, that's right. But while the citizenship case has played out, a separate legal case has been heard by a court in Victoria. So as I mentioned, there was a continuing detention order in 2020, which allowed Ben Breaker to be held in prison for a further three years. But we're nearing the end of that period of time. It's due to expire on December 23 this year. And so the question has been, what happens when the continuing detention order comes to an end? The Victorian Supreme Court is considering whether the continued detention order should be renewed or whether Bembrika should be released under a control order. What's a control order? So a control order would mean that he would be released, but would be under strict surveillance with curfews, a tracking device and provisions on who he can contact as well as means of communication. So he might not even have access to a phone or internet, for example. It's worth noting that there is no legal limit on the amount of times a continuing detention order can be renewed. So it could conceivably go on forever. As the law states, yeah, that's right. And right. so if Ben Breaker is deemed to be a threat to the community, the Victorian courts will have grounds to keep him under those strict conditions. So it's unclear at the moment whether or not he'll be released from prison at the end of this year, but we'll keep you posted as more information comes to light regarding his citizenship and his detainment. I think you did pretty well for your first deep dive harry thank you so much and i'm looking forward to many more episodes with you in the future thank you sam it's been a pleasure to chat with you and thank you for joining us today on the daily oz if you learned something from this episode there's one thing you can do in five seconds maybe even four seconds that would mean the world to us you can take a screenshot of this podcast right now and put it on your instagram story tag the daily oz would love to see it and uh, give us your review tell us what you thought of the pod We'll be back again tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.